Hey there, Dave here. Before getting into the episode, I have some cool people that I would like to say thank you to. People like Chris Nelson, Zolgeek, Colby Moyer, Eric Guess, Rick Firestone, and Jill. These lovely people have all gone to patreon.com slash realdavejackson and supported the tube and the podcasts within. You can be just like them by heading to patreon.com slash realdavejackson. As little as $2 per month will get you some treats like voting rights on what comes up on episodes of a top three podcast and Tales from the Backlog, bonus episodes and bonus content, and much more. Once again, that's patreon.com slash realdavejackson. Check it out. That'd be very cool of you, and you would be my hero. All right, on to the show. And uh, this uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? My name is Dave Jackson, and you're listening to a top three podcast where we honor the time old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. I'm joined today by the regular top three crew, Aaron Angle. Sup? Alan Nichols. Hey, everybody. And fan favorite, Bloodbath McGrath. Hey, America. This is Bloodbath here, urging you all to check your kids' candy next week for Halloween uh, because sometimes hidden in the Snickers bars is the cabin from Evil Dead. That's all. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, this episode's going to release like, I want to say two weeks after Halloween. So parents get in a time machine, go back to two weeks ago and check your kid's candy for the cabin from Evil Dead. Yeah. Practical. Yeah. All right. And uh, today we're going to be talking about our top three skills we wish we had. And we didn't have um, a whole lot of stipulations here except for one big one, which is no superpowers. I feel like that's a different list. Uh, Top three superpowers you wish you had would be a, a complete episode by itself, I think. So these are real skills that real people have. Alan has steam coming out of his fucking ears right now. These are real skills that real people have that you could too if you didn't suck at everything. Uh, so that's what I told myself when I was making my list. Uh, anyone else have any, um, I don't know, thought process or anything that went into making your list today? Yeah, it was really hard for me, man, because I'm great in so many ways. You know, I'm already the, I'm already the world's greatest lover. Um, so, you know, that, that blows that right out of the water. Um, I like to play music. I like to paint. I like to write poetry. I'm pretty much great at everything I do. I'm kind of the most interesting world. So it was really hard trying to think of some skills that I don't have. Yeah. You are. Can can I call a cap on that? A true Renaissance man bloodbath. I I call cap. (laughs) I just learned what cap meant the other day. I'm trying to slide it in. Wait, Aaron, are you trying to get I'll more like that. you trying to get more 15 year olds to listen to our podcast? <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm trying to slide it in, dude. I'm just trying to slide what it in. What does cat mean? It means lie. Yeah, it means bullshit. Aaron, you call so, bullshit on everything you said. Aaron, yeah. you know, for a fact, I'm the world's greatest lover. Come on. So I, I don't know. I, I just saw really that 15 second video. That was that wasn't enough to make me be like, oh, he's great. 
<laughs> Bro, you know I can feed some dick. I really enjoy how he said, I'm the world's greatest lover, but then he just said that I also write poetry and paint. Not that mm-hmm. he's good at them, because we know I he's I enjoy a good glass of scotch. That's not a skill, Bloodbath. That's a personality <laughs> defect. Attribute. Yeah, I mean, that's Scotch what... is gross. It is a skill. Attribute. Calm down, calm down. Skills. Are we playing role-playing games? Yes. Keep uh, going. All I'm saying is I can sling some dick. And I'm pretty good at <laughs> So it was I'm gonna hard go to ahead and, uh... <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and one more time proclaim cap. Double Shut down. Up. I mean, as much as I would love to call Bloodbath out here, I think the bigger issue is Aaron trying to get more 15-year-olds to listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my my number <laughs> three skill is being really good with fidget spinners. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Um, I don't really have that much of a process for mine. I just have beef. Um, that's all okay. I'm bringing to the table today. <laughs> do tell. Just, well, hold on. Hold on. Before, uh, before Alan brings the beef to the table, I do want to mention that this episode was voted on by our patrons, this topic. And one of you guys came up with this topic. We gave it to the patrons with a bunch of other topics, and this is the one they picked. And, um, in the future, if you would like to help choose what topic we do on the show, that's available for all patrons of the tube. Now, Alan, how would you like to destroy the uh, the choice that the fine people over at patreon.com slash real Dave Jackson have made? Uh, what's the uh, what's the beef, Alan? Well, well, fine people at patreon.com backslash real Dave Jackson. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so I get right. No magic. No flying. Echolocation. Werewolf. Any of that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Say say eight more. Say (laughs) say eight more. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Werewolf is a skill. (laughs) Yeah, turning into a werewolf. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Skill. Yeah, dude. My dad went to werewolf college. Come on. Traditionally. I don't understand what that meant, but. Anyway, traditionally, so, the werewolf is a curse that's happened, that happens <laughs> by not a skill. I think that's probably a perspective thing, you know? So it may be considered a curse for someone who can't turn into a werewolf. But, you uh, know, if you can turn into a werewolf, you can run really fast, jump really high, eat motherfuckers that keep interrupting you when you're trying to explain your beef with this topic. <laughs> I mean, like, without cooking. You can yeah, just without eat cooking. the human raw, bro. Yeah. Just arms right off, buddy. Um, anyway, so that stuff, obviously out. But what's superhuman, okay? Like, what what is beyond the realm of human? So are we stuck with second best ever? Is that what what this topic is? Can we be the best? I mean, yeah, why not? You're still human. Well, because it's not a superpower. Well, but it's beyond anything any human can do, right? Yeah, but humans break so records that, all the time. Right, and then that person is then the best. So yeah, we can break super... whatever. So yeah. whatever record we want, we can break. Sure, like within reason of the human body, oh. you can say you want to be, mm. you know, the world's strongest man. Yeah, that's the next fine, Michael Phelps. But you can't. You can't be like the Hulk. That's a that's a superpower. So what if I say I want to be able to lift a car over my head? 
Has Cannibal, anybody ever power? lifted a car over their head in human history? I don't know. Have they, Aaron? Would no. you be able to tell me I'm wrong? Yeah, yes. I will. No, the yes. answer is no. Definitely. Nobody's ever been able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, like, what about like jumping really high or jumping real far? Like, what about those things? Yeah, yeah what you, could, you, could you can say you that you wish you had the skill of what's jumping. The, what's the limit? Like, the world record want, for. I don't want. I wouldn't use one of my skills to be able to get like what a three foot vertical. Not yeah. interested. Like a ten foot vertical. Okay. But that's I, like that's I beyond that. that's beyond the ability of the human body. That's yeah. A this is. I'm getting very is, bloodbath energy from this where right you're saying, now. like, I'm just great at everything and have so many skills. Like, the only way I can look at this is by saying, can I be the best? Can I take it to a level that is physically fucking impossible? And the answer is no. <laughs> no, you can't. This is shit like, oh, I wish I could fix a toaster. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, yeah. these are skills. This Don't isn't like my trying to be three. the best best at yeah <laughs> i feel like you're looking at this like i want to be the best at something or i want to take something that's like a relatively practical skill and like fill it full of crack cocaine like that ah, it's just a thing that you can't do that you wish you could do that other people can do I, there is nothing on my list where i'm like i wish i was the best at this it's oh i wish i could do this this would be cool if it was something that i could do yeah i'm not saying to be clear i'm not saying that i'm the best at anything um but like, I don't think that I would use one of my three spots to, say, increase my reading speed by 100 words per minute. Well, yeah, that, I mean, you could say that. Actually, you could like, you could say speed reading. Read. Like, that's a skill that real people have that That's what I I'm don't. saying, though. But if, like, the fastest person in the world can read, like, twice as fast as I can... Do I want to use one of my three spots for that? Probably that's, not. That's a that's you a problem, you, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. a you thing, dog. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's what the answers are for, homie. I, I feel like you're just trying that? to find something to get mad about. And that's not what Alan's complaint no, no, corner is no. about. Okay? Aaron, it's about Aaron, everybody I've talking together. About, I've been mad about this for three weeks. I've already gone through all of the <laughs> stages of grief. <laughs> like, I'm not, I've accepted the fact that the topic is insufficiently defined. Like, I'm just... I've got my answer. I'm it, just saying. It could not be more clearly defined. No superpowers. Yeah. That's it. My That's it. number three skill I wish I had is to convince Alan that he actually doesn't have complaints and he just yeah. wants to yell at everybody. <laughs> he just wants to fucking complain because he doesn't I, complain enough at, do. at his day job. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lawyers are nice and happy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll go ahead and get us started uh, now that Alan's complaint corner is over. And uh, I'll start with my number three. And it's a simple one, uh, because this is something that I am dog shit at. And I think being really good at would be fun. And that's golf. I wish I was good at golf. And I'm not I'm horrible at it. It makes me angry. Huh. But like, you guys, you know how good it feels when you go golfing and you hit like just a really good shot. I wish I could do that more than once per like three times I go golfing. You know, I just wish I was good at golf. So that's my number three. And golf is objectively hard as shit. Like yeah. that is not, that is not an easy sport. That's like one of the, like, I, I don't remember who I was talking to, uh, but they were saying like the difference between like a professional basketball player and a regular guy who's pretty good at basketball is at this level. But the difference between a professional golfer and a really good golfer is like miles and miles and miles. That shit is hard. And like the older you get, the more you're forced to like talk about it. And sometimes people invite <laughs> you to play golf, dude. 
And sometimes you yeah. got to tell them you don't have clubs because you're very bad and you didn't want to put any money. Yes. Into this. <laughs> I, it's, I would, that that's also part of the, the thing. I wish I owned a set of golf clubs because then with the whole package, I get my khakis, I get my golf clubs, I get my polo huge shirt. Ass. Yeah. I have a huge ass. And then I go out on the golf course with some prospective business partners for the tube podcast network. And I put on a fucking show and they're like, holy shit. Uh, how much money did he ask for? Double it. Okay. <laughs> Great shot. I will, before we uh, leave this one time, me, Dave and uh, bloodbath all went <laughs> golfing and uh, I hit the best like tee shot I've ever hit by three. Like I cracked this fucking thing and bloodbath and Dave were both like, yeah, dude. Awesome. Hell yeah. And then Dave went up next and immediately beat me by like 15 yards, like crushed the absolute <laughs> shit out of this golf ball. And what? I was like, Wilp, Wilp. <laughs> what divine intervention that, that I hit the only good golf shot right after you hit the only good golf My shot in both of our golf lives. Shot. <laughs> yeah, dude. Interesting, Dave, because you say, you know what it's like when you like, you know, make this like crazy shot. And I was like, no, I don't because I've gone golfing one time. That was it. And we got thrown off the course after. We didn't get thrown hole. off the course. We got. We got some angry looks from people that go golfing. We were asked. Dude, they came up leave. and asked. Yeah, they know. They literally came up and they were like, you're taking too long. And I'm like, oh, that's because we're all wow. very bad. Yeah. We're letting you people play. Really really yeah, it was, what is wrong with you? It wasn't the employees. It was people behind <laughs> yeah, us that wanted to play. They wanted to play through. And I'm like, you know, we're like, hey, dude, this is uh, fucking Miami Shores. Like, this isn't fucking like Augusta. Chill. Right? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> good, I, I, I couldn't think of a good. Play no, we through. did let them play through, we, we but did, they like, were like five people. They were like disproportionately angry that someone playing at Miami Shores isn't good at golf. Uh, Eleven dollars. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fan of the show. Fan of the show. <laughs> Him and his wife. <laughs> We let people pay, play through the, the um, groundskeeper or whatever, like came up and it's like, you guys are only using one set of clubs. You got to like rent another set of clubs or like, nah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I don't <laughs> even know what club is what. Do not make me rent any. <laughs> yeah. So then we just went over and to the driving range. But Dave, you looked fantastic while we were there. Like, Absolutely beautiful, dude. Got my That's khakis had, and my huge he had ass. The hair, then you know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, so He's that was my number hair. three. Uh, golf, Aaron. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is going to be being really, really good at the banjo. Uh, I play ukulele. We've talked about it. Mm. Uh, the yeah, the story in which was a girl that I had a crush on saw a ukulele and said it was cute. I now, in retrospect, wish she saw a banjo and said and said like, "Oh, hey, that's really cute." So I would have been driven to learn the banjo. Uh, I think the banjo is the best instrument. Uh, I love that shit. I love bluegrass. I love folk music. Uh, you don't really have to sing if you play the banjo. You can just kind of like chill and like 
pluck at that shit. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I just think it's a, I just think it's an awesome instrument. I have this thing called a banjo lele, which is like it's like a little banjo, uh, but it's strung up so you can play it like ukulele, and it'll give you a banjo sound. And it's garbage. It is the worst <laughs> money I ever spent. It cost me like 180 bucks, dude. I listened to like tons of YouTube videos like of this specific like one. And I was like, that's really good. And then I got it real life. And it's just fucking awful, dude. And I've restrung it and blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. I think the banjo is the coolest instrument. I think it's like really fucking hard to play. Like as far as like stringed instruments go and like what I would want to do with it. Um, Again, it's one of those things where if I really wanted to, I could buy a banjo and put a lot of time into learning how to play it. But I probably won't. And I never did before. Uh, But I, I just think it's a really cool instrument that I would love to play. So my number three is just like being a like gangster on a banjo. Yeah, I bought a banjo back in like 2012 or so, and I spent a couple years like practicing but not practicing enough, and it's really fucking hard. And I've never been good at finger picking on guitar either, so just adding like actual picks that you they want you to play with, you know, it's like I don't know, you you have <laughs> like fucking like claws a hand. and shit. Yeah, 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 dude, you're Wolverine, bro. Yeah, it's, basically. It's so difficult. And I, I totally agree. It's super cool if you're really good at it. And if you see that the other thing about banjo is if you see someone who's like kind of good at it, it still looks really impressive because of just how it is to play banjo. So I'm with you, man. I wish I could too. World's greatest banjo player, Steve Martin. He picks the fuck out of the banjo. Yeah. Yeah. Killer banjo player. Ed Helms. Great banjo player. That's a good one, man. I, a lot of my list was going to have music stuff on there. And I kind of like at the last minute, I thought about a couple things that superseded, but like, um, yeah, I play guitar. I would love to know how to play the banjo. Um, more than you, I mean, no offense, like more than you, like, like I, there's no offense taken. That is correct. (laughs) There is something way cooler about playing a banjo than you. It's got a little bit more versatility to it. I feel like I hear, a lot more music that can use a banjo or have an element of banjo to it. I don't know. There is something that's cool you about it. It's also you, not right? like, <laughs> but it's also yeah. like, it's like weirdly like, like, eh, like there was a point in time, everybody wanted to fucking play guitar and every like jackass played guitar. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that play ukulele again, no offense. Um, but it's You're like, right. Like there's not like you don't see tons of people running around playing banjos and like there's something kind of cool about that. Like yeah, it's because they're hard as fuck to play. Dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm just saying it's like you there's the ubiquity is not there. So like it is neat. Like if like I'd I'd be down to know how to play banjo too and like be good at it. Do you guys want to like camp out for another couple minutes on how lame ukulele is? Uh, yeah, only if I get the floor, because no, I just, agree with everything. Uh, he gets a start for sure. Aaron crushes it on the ukulele. It would be cool to play any instrument as well as Aaron plays ukulele. And I'm just gonna say it would be wow. cool to play any instrument that wasn't the ukulele. <laughs> you did pick the worst one, though. No, Ooh, she he, he could have picked. She, pretty, like, she, she looked pretty like with glasses on, dude. What the something. fuck do you want me to do, bro? What if that girl was like in the music store and she was like, "Oh, xylophones are really cute, uh, dude, bro." I'd be, I'd be fucking, I'd be playing fucking the marimba by now, dude. Straight up, <laughs> I'd have every Little Mermaid song down. You do not understand. 
I really love, you know what? You know what instruments cue the theremin? I wish I knew a guy that played the theremin. <laughs> the gong. Yeah. <laughs> and then Aaron rolls up to the next house party and just like, yo, check out what I got. I, I, I just learned to play Ms. Jackson on this gong. <laughs> uh, Aaron, you roll up to Leaf and Vine for open mic night, just like with a gong. <laughs> 36 feet. Like, you're, like, you're like, all right, I'm taking requests. What do you got? Five bucks. I'll play anything you want. It, it's just the same every time. I'm just hitting a gong. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Whatever the fuck you call that uh, organ from, um, uh, I think you should leave when uh, Fred Willard's playing. Oh, yeah, that like, carnival organ. Yeah. <laughs> He's just breaking plates. Like, <laughs> that's Aaron. I wish I could play that too. I might put that at number one. That thing, that thing rules. Uh, all right. So that was Aaron's number three, uh, playing the banjo, picking the banjo. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse my language. Alan, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is I wish that I could make the perfect grilled cheese every time. Ooh. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Um, I, I don't know. There doesn't really need to be that much explanation. Oftentimes you're making grilled cheese and uh, like a corner doesn't get grilled perfectly right or maybe you burned a little bit or the cheese runs out the edge. Uh, I don't want that shit. I want it to be right every time. I want it to be perfect. And so this skill would give me that ability. Perfect yeah. grilled cheese. So, Alan, when you make a grilled cheese, are you on the, do you use butter? Do you use no, oil in I'm the pan? Do you use mayonnaise? Game. I'm on that mayo game, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. No, Wait, I, I, I don't understand. Like, you put mayo in the grilled cheese? No, instead of yeah, butter just, on the outside, you just put it you right in the middle, Aaron. Weird. No, I, no, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that's what you were saying, but I'm like, I have never heard of anybody toasting, like, fucking grilled cheese with mayonnaise. Yeah, that's oh, cause, wild because you can get oh, much better everything with mayo. Yeah, you can get much <laughs> we better. Know, we know <laughs> you get much better like coverage of like, you know, whatever the fat or oil is to like surface area okay. on the bread and it crisps up real nice if you don't burn it because it burns easy. It does. Just why he wants a perfect grilled cheese every time so that he could always enjoy a delicious, perfect grilled cheese. I love that answer, dude. There's a lot yeah, of cooking answers me. that we could have used. For as, much, but, uh, for as much fucking whining as Alan did earlier, it seems like he's got some good ideas. Very reasonable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, one thing I floated in my head was every, because I'm the same way with like steak. Like I wish like every time I made a steak, it was mm -hmm. exactly the way I want it to be. So like, but it's the same way. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I didn't cook it, you, you know, long enough or ah, I put too much salt on it or whatever the fuck. But if every time I could get like the perfect steak, like that would be like a, like an actual improvement in my life. And that's the same thing. I, I assume you eat a ton of grilled cheese. No, not a ton. <laughs> you like, really enjoy grilled <laughs> just, cheese. Just once a year, Alan wants to whip out like the immaculate yeah. grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. No, <laughs> hey, 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 hey baby, I make like the that. best grilled cheese in the world. It's perfect every single time. He's got it on his tender profile. Yeah, that's. I actually think that's like a neat answer because, um, you know, when you make a grilled cheese, like the idea is that it's like just sort of like it's quick and it's easy and it's just you know there's it's just that comfort food. But like to do a really good grilled cheese, you have to like cook it like super low and super slow so the cheese melts and the bread doesn't get burnt. So it's like. Oddly, like more like sometimes to do like a good one, it's like so much more hassle than like you know you feel like making. So mm -hmm. I agree, Alan. If there was like a skill 
and doing it like some kind of magic trick to make it happen, I would be right there with you. Yeah, totally. We aren't allowed to use magic, but I just want the skill. That's right. When we do top three superpowers for the show, Alan, you can bring back the grilled cheese. Yeah, Alan, I'm with you on echolocation, dude. I can't wait to talk about echolocation. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't need to see ever again. (laughs) Alan, funny. Alan, funny. I ain't mad at him anymore. (laughs) So that was Alan's number three perfect grilled cheese on demand. Um, And number three for you, Bloodbath, what you got? All right. uh, My number three is I wish I, a skill I'd like to have, I'd like to be good at playing pool. Cool. So uh, I feel like every time I go play a game of pool somewhere, which doesn't happen that often, a couple times a year, maybe uh, it's the same as when I go bowling. If I were to, I have one good game in me. Mm-hmm. If I were to sit and play like three games of pool with you, it's like one I'm gonna win and be like, "Hey, all right, looks like I'm fucking, you know, Paul Newman or whatever." And then like, the <laughs> next two, it's like I'm I'm functionally like you know, like I'm visually impaired and and I have no hand eye coordination whatsoever. Like I just <laughs> absolutely bomb the next two or five or however many. Like I literally get one good one. Um. I don't know, man. I would just, there's something about like pool is just so naturally like a cool game to play. Um, and it's, you know, obviously it's all geometry and angles and, um, you know, kind of just, you know, having a real coordination with the, with the cue and, and the, uh, force that you put into it and stuff like that. You can watch all kinds of YouTube videos. Like, obviously, you know, it's like with any game or sport, the more you play, the better you get. And like, I've like, um, we have a pool table at my parents' house and I've, so I've played a lot and it's like, there's still just, there's a, there's a real barrier I have on, on that like next level where I'd like to be able to like, you know, play, you know, on a more competitive level with another person. But usually it just ends up, I play one good game and then we just keep knocking the balls around forever because we can't, nobody can make a shot. So just knocking the balls around. Bloodbath style. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this. I am absolutely garbage at pool. Uh, I have this strategy. It's called create all chaos, where I am losing <laughs> by a lot of points. So instead, of trying to do, yeah, so instead of trying to hit my own ball in, what I do is I try and spread the balls out to confuse everybody else. I'm like, well, I'm definitely not going to make this, even though it's wide open. I'm going to shoot the ball into this group of nine balls, and let's just see what happens here, because I will not win unless there is like a like like a goal line fumble <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it, like i i am so terrible at pool and like i a lot of my friends i've had ex-girlfriends who are great at pool my dad is fucking incredible at pool dude like my whole family's good at pool and i just like grab the pool stick and i'm like i'm just chalking it for nine minutes just just sitting there chalking bro because i'm like oh man i hope they don't ask me to play but i i, I like that answer you're right pool is inherently a very cool game like it's like a very much like a like an attention getter if you're really good so i i like that answer man yeah pool is also one of those games i feel like purely exist on like skill you know like a lot of card games really come down to like luck and a lot of sports you know you might not be great at but like if you at least understand how the rules work and you just like put the effort in, you can at least like muddle through most sports on a casual basis. But like 
pool is so much more like just a complete like skill set you just have or you don't have. And if you don't have it, you're just not, you know, it's like you can barely play it. Um, I think it's a lot like golf in that way. Like we were just talking about. Yeah. You know, like the difference between regular people and people that are actually good at pool is immeasurable. Yeah. There's, there's like professionals and then there's everyone else way down below. Yeah. I'm kind of, I kind of feel the same way as bloodbath where like if I'm at a bar and playing pool, it's not that I have one good game in me, but there is a fine like spectrum, like a fine point in the spectrum of me being sober to me being like really drunk where I'm like, I understand pool and I see the matrix and shit, but you, <laughs> it, you stay in that for like about one game, maybe two games. And that's about all I got. Then I'm too drunk and I start to miscalculate or I you start to create chaos. I start to break pool sticks over my knees like Bo Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a good point that you made really quickly about it being like a game of skill, like in terms of like other games that are like that, which are bar games or like parlor games. Like it, it, it is like a game that like you play, like Dave said, like when you're drinking, when you're having a couple beers, like, you know, but it, but it does take like an immense amount of skill compared to, I mean, the only thing I could compare it to as far as parlor games go is like, uh, darts, like, right. But everything yeah. else, like you said, is, is they're, they're, they're card games. They're just like board games or wh- whatever the fuck that all have this like risk of chance. Whereas pool, it's like, it, it, it's exactly like a, it, it's a sport. Like there is a professional pool league. So there, there's professional darts uh, too. And yeah. if you ever see those guys on ESPN, incredible. <laughs> ESPN eight during the, uh, during the summertime, the pro Ocho. darts tournaments, <laughs> the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like bowling too, like bloodbath said, those are just that those like, it's like a very specific skill set for each of those games that turned them into, you know, professional yeah. sports. Yeah. I was I was almost going to cheat and be like pool and bowling together. And just because like there is like such not only are they like pool is a cool game. I don't know if you really call like bowling a cool game or whatever. It's it's fun. People like doing it. I don't think it's necessarily like cool. It doesn't have that same connotation. But like there like for people who like bowling and people who like pool, like the the whole experience um, of going to like a pool hall or a bowling alley like there's like it's it's like church for those people and like it'd be really to be able to like have that skill set to hang with those people on a competitive level instead of just kind of be like all right i go i go bowling once a year and like you know i I get i get one strike and then like i have gutter balls the rest of the time like it it almost like it almost makes it on it not like it's unenjoyable but it's like you just feel like you're just missing out there's there's like a certain level like of competitiveness where like, if you care at all about how you're doing when you go bowling or when you're playing pool or something like that, like you're probably not good enough to like fully enjoy it. If you're able to go bowling and just be like, you know, if I score a 60 in this game, that's cool. I don't give a shit. I'm just having fun. Then bowling can be a ton of fun. But if you're like going to start getting frustrated, uh, if you're like me and you're like, I, you know, I've left a bunch of frames open. I can't like pick up spares and stuff and you start to get frustrated. It's the same way with golf too. Like I don't have fun going golfing. It sucks to like suck so badly at something. So like, um, it's, it would be nice to just like have any like serious degree of skill. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, so let's uh, move into number twos. And my number two actually was already mentioned uh, earlier. My number two is to cook a perfect steak, uh, however people like it, every time. And the thing is, I'm good at cooking. I, I, I am a good home cook, okay? You put me on a grill, I can make like some killer fucking chicken, pork chops, whatever you got, except I cannot make a good steak. I fuck it up every time. It's either undercooked or overcooked, and there is like no amount of fiddling or YouTube tutorials or techniques, you know, reversed sear, whatever, that fucking helps. I'm just <laughs> shitty at cooking steaks, and I wish I could do it. Like, we lived in Korea where beef was expensive, so like twice a year, we would buy a steak and like bring it home. And I would be like, okay, I'm going to get it right this time. And I'd fuck it up every time. So that's my number two is to be able to cook a perfect steak. However, people like it to their doneness, preferred doneness. Yeah. It's a solid answer. Yeah. It is. And I, I think it kind of goes back to the grilled cheese thing. Like sometimes, sometimes it's easier to make a complicated dish or meal or a large meal than it is just to do something simple like a grilled cheese or like not saying a perfectly cooked steak is simple necessarily, but just, you know, that basic of a request for yourself. Um, and it's, it's like a mental thing sometimes. Yeah. The thing is though, like, it's not that I can't cook other meats. Like I'm a master at grilling pork chops. I am a master at grilling chicken. I'm really fucking good at those things. I cannot cook a steak to people's like, I can cook a steak like blue or well done. That's all you get with me. And for, I can cook a pork chop to full doneness with a really juicy interior. And it's great. And I just cannot get the steak right. It's really fucking pissing me off. You got the yips, Dave. That's I what do. That's right. I, I'm fucking Scott Brocious over here with the steaks. <laughs> and also, is the 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 biggest issue in why like steak is like the most important one of all of the things that at least I wish I could cook perfectly is because like steak is like a it's like an occasion. Like you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you, you don't eat steak all of the time. <laughs> like right, you get yourself a steak and you're like, mm, I'm gonna make me a steak tonight. I'm 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 gonna enjoy my night and I'm just I'm I'm gonna get something that's like a little too expensive, but you know I'm gonna treat myself. You know, and so when you get those things and twice a year is crazy as fuck to me. I do like a steak or two a month, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, damn, we've been waiting six months for Dave to grill these steaks. Let's see what he's got. And then to just, just not it have yeah. it be the way you That's want it true. to be <laughs> like with, with grilled cheese. It's it's I don't see much of a comparison because like a grilled cheese costs you 13 cents in like raw goods. <laughs> like, right. But a steak, though, bro, especially if you're in Korea and like yeah, there's Korea, not and like a fucking yeah. ribeye steak costs like sixty five dollars. <laughs> exactly dude like i remember uh on my birthday this year i had made like six really good steaks in a row and i was like i got it fucking figured out no worries and i bought myself like this like 40 dollar porterhouse <laughs> from this meat shop and i brought it back and i absolutely just wrecked it i just destroyed it and then like on top i destroyed my sauteed mushrooms and like i forgot to put the milkshake i got into the freezer to keep it it was all bad but it all stemmed from like that like the steak is like a, it's a special occasion thing. So when you fuck that up, then it's yeah. like an extra, like, no, no, I, I got to be able to do this perfectly if I'm doing it. Yeah. hundred percent. And don't tell me to use a meat thermometer. People I've been using a meat thermometer 
the whole time. It doesn't make a difference for me. I can't do it. Have you tried cast iron? I don't have cast iron. You should try cast iron. Get yourself a cheap cast iron pan. Try cooking it on a pan. Yeah, dude, I pan fry all of my shit. Girls just too much work. But the pan fry, like 50% of the time, I get it exactly like I want it. Really mm. good. Also, I don't, the reason I didn't include steak on my list is just because I like shitty steak. It doesn't matter to me if my shit, if my steak is like burned up. Uh, I'm good with it. Yeah. Grilled cheese, though. I got to have like a grilled cheese that's right. Uh, apparently, it doesn't matter to Hua either because she's still married to me. And <laughs> <laughs> give it time, dude. That, that great American steak, she's eventually going to start uh, getting mad, dude. It's going to eat at her. Yeah. All right. So that was my number two uh, cooking a perfect steak. Aaron, what's your number two? My number two skill I wish I had that I do not have is being able to dunk a basketball on a 10-foot rim. Mm. Uh, to me, a slam dunk is the exclamation point on the end of a beautiful sentence. I think it is the coolest thing you can do in sports. Uh, I think what would be really, really funny is if I just like rolled up to the YMCA 5'8", 230 pounds fucking like <laughs> just just showing up to ball and then the first play of the game i just skyrocket over yeah, somebody my just size fucking yam and, just, somebody. and just do 360 <laughs> reverse tomahawk like right in the 65 year old guy's face uh when we and we, we say these things all the time but like when when we were like okay this is officially the top three we're doing without hesitation i was like all right so dunking a basketball on a regulation rim is number one and it's not even close I'm going to tell you this. I'm not great at basketball. If I could dunk, I would have made the high school team. I would have gotten minutes, bro, just because I could dunk over anybody in Piqua. You know, so like <laughs> there's, there's like, they're all my size. Uh, but yeah, I just think, you know, and I would hear the argument for a, a home run being just as cool. I, I kind of floated the idea between those two. Uh, but I, I just I think uh, I think basketball is beautiful. And I think the slam dunk is beautiful. And it's something I'll never be able to do no matter what, without a trampoline. And with my knees now, who the fuck knows, dude? But slam dunking a basketball, just like catching an alley-oop and fucking throwing it down at the Y, that would be so fucking hilarious, dude. So mm -hmm. I, I I have nothing of substance to say about this. I just, uh, like a skill I wish I had. You would be really cool if you could just fucking go tomahawk down at the fucking Troy Park. How sick would that shit be? So yeah. number, uh, number two, <laughs> dunking a basketball on a uh, regulation rim. Yeah, dude. Me and you used to play basketball over at that school where they had the eight foot rims, right? And like, dang, dude. And so I've never hit a home run uh, when I played baseball. I never hit a home run. I imagine that feels cool. But of the experiences that I've had in sports, like scoring a touchdown, et cetera, et cetera, dunking a basketball is the coolest feeling, even if it's on an eight foot rim. So I totally get you're down 17. It doesn't matter. I know it does, damn, doesn't matter. Bro. It feels great. Yeah, and then you you dunk, you talk some shit, and then you know you give up two points on defense. That's how <laughs> yeah, it works. you get dunked on the other end. <laughs> dunked on the end. Yeah. Too busy talking shit, but that's that's what it is. That's just yeah, that's that. what it's all like, about. Maybe. So so yeah, totally dunking in basketball would be awesome. Oh yeah, no, I I considered the exact same thing on mine. Um, I don't even like basketball, but I would just love to like walk up to some people playing at the Y or some people playing at the park. And just be able to throw down a dunk and maybe make a few bucks and then walk away, you know? <laughs> oh, I mean, you could, the hustling potential would be outrageous. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even Out think about world. that, bro. You could, that, that's a, that's a side, bro. Like that, that's like, 
disposable income always, mm-hmm. dude, no yeah. matter where you go, <laughs> being mine or Alan's height, especially right. Alan's, specifically you go, Alan's. You go on vacation, you're in a new city, you're just walking around, you see some people playing in the park. Maybe you take a couple bets. Maybe you pay for your hotel. I don't know. <laughs> That's, that's awesome. I would totally do that 100% all the time. But I'd fuck up the first, like, you get really close on the first one, right? And then be yeah. like, ah, oh, damn it. I'll, all right, all right, Double all right. Double or nothing. I'm going to, and then I just, like, lace up. I, I do the pump thing on my shoe, and they're like, oh, no, he <laughs> might get it. Oh, God, he's pumping them up. It, it just, it's the coolest thing to me that you can do in sports. Like, it just is. There's nothing cooler to me than fucking a slam dunk, so. I agree with Dave, though. Like, a home run that would be really cool. Like, I've never, I hit an inside the park home run. I've never hit an over the fence home run though. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I don't even I mean, think in our, like, you know, when we were in high school and we would play at the complex, I don't think I hit a home run out there either. No, dude. And it's like, it's so easy and I'm a grown man. Why can't I get it? Like I'll hit the wall <laughs> on a fucking line drive, but I can't get it. Okay. Let's, now I'm mad. Let's, now I'm let's like, call, dude, uh, think let's I'm call running. in Errington to ask him what it's like to hit a home run. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Just for, for the viewers, I threw a pitch to Arrington and he hit a home run in that fucking ballpark and it has not landed. It was yeah. very embarrassing. Everybody <laughs> made fun of me. And it's been 18 years or something. The longest home run anyone's <laughs> ever hit on that field. Yeah. Like that would have cleared the wall in Baltimore, dude, straight <laughs> up. That probably would have been a home run in a pro ballpark. He crushed yes. that thing. Yeah. 17 years old. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's Aaron's number two, dunking a basketball. Alan, what's your number two? My number two is I would like to be able to always spot a cop that is sitting on the side of the road. <laughs> just like have that. like fucking like like eagle that. vision. I mean, like not eagle vision, just like that's the skill I want. I mean, yeah. maybe I'll get in car wrecks all the time because I'm not paying attention to the road. I don't know, <laughs> but I'd like to be able to always know when there's a police officer parked on the side of the road. And it's mostly because I got pulled over a few weeks ago when we were talking about this topic. And so fuck that guy. Alan did, is the worst did driver. You contest, did you contest everybody? Did you lawyer the fuck out of him? No. Did you drag I mean, him like, into court? I, I knew him. He's actually a really nice guy. I mean, he got sh- he got shot on in line of duty uh, last year by some nutbag that escaped out of a hospital. It was whew, neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, no, I got to fix some ticket. I <laughs> I have to say, Alan is the scariest fucking driver in the entire world. If yeah. I drove the way Alan drove, I also wish I would know where every fucking cop is, dude. This <laughs> motherfucker. I've seen this motherfucker like drive with his knees while lighting a cigarette going like 85 down a country road, dude. Like I, Alan is insane. Yeah, dude. Shifting and this, gears much like, while he's doing it. Bro, I was going to say, yeah, driving a fucking manual. I was going to say like, if I drove the way Alan drives, I would have died in high school. Like to be real. I almost did driving with Alan. <laughs> we all almost did. Gotten much better. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I have less things in my hands. I don't believe you. <laughs> did I have less things in my hand? I also don't no. think he drives a stick anymore. So I mean, you do gotta give him. Credit. You pay way less attention when you're not driving a stick. He literally would drive that little truck, that little pickup truck, 
shifting gears, smoking cigarettes, drinking like you know a bottle of water, or co- drinking coffee, answering a text message, talking to you. Like I mean, like the man driving with his knees. Oh geez, oh geez, oh, whoops, oh, gotta stop the car. Like you know, just a constant <laughs> like, barrage of like close calls. calls. <laughs> oh Jesus, uh, I love I love Alan so much. I love I love you, buddy. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I do feel the same way. I, I I feel like that's a skill I have. I am always aware when the cops are around me when I'm driving. Like, I, I don't know. I don't speed or anything like that either. It's just like. That's why I don't speed, though. Yeah. Yeah. So in, um, in Korea, where I was like. I, I drove a lot in Korea and cops don't just like sit on the side of the road catching people speeding. They have cameras. So you don't have to like look for cops. And then when I got back to the US and you know, there's no fucking cameras on the highways in Ohio. So I was like, okay, cool. Uh back to that, you know, 15 over is cool kind of rule of thumb. And then there's fucking cops everywhere. You know, it was a big shock. Oh yeah. And it's like and I do have to agree with Alan too, because it's sort of like you can go through spell. Like I drive on the highway single day, twice a day, and you can definitely go through spells where like you just you just don't see cops for like weeks on end. So like you get very comfortable just like flying down the highway. Like I can, <laughs> like I comfortably hit a hundred miles an hour on the highway like often. Um, <laughs> and then like you'll go through a spell where it's like Jesus, there's a fucking cop ever. Like where like where are you motherfuckers coming from? left and right cops. So I do get it. That's interesting too, Dave. I feel like, I feel like there is something. I feel like if I, if I was living in a place where you just didn't see cops, like waiting to pull people over and I had to come to an area where that was the norm again, that would be very jarring. Like it is almost kind of like, do you, do you motherfuckers really have nothing else to do, but find me, you know, going, it's, I mean, it's not five and a 70. It's me bloodbath from top three. (laughs) It's not that, (laughs) it's not that they don't have anything to do. It's like that. That's what their, their assigned duty is. You know, you're on height. You work for the highway patrol. That's your job. I don't know, but it was a big surprise because like I said, they just have cameras everywhere in Korea. Did you ever get did you ever get a ticket in Korea? No, never did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so lame, dude. Yeah. You're so lame. You don't want to like go to court and possibly jail in a foreign country. Fucking <laughs> Man, guys, I remember when Dave used to do stuff like that. Yeah. Remember you when changed, Dave, bro. Remember when I spent all those years in that Thai prison? Not, <laughs> yeah, that's not right, in Russian prison. <laughs> that was so cool. All right, so that was Alan's number two, being able to spot police on the roads. Bloodbath, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is I would like to have some general carpentry skills. Um, hmm. I think, on the one hand, I think it'd be cool to be able to like things here and there. Um, I think that, I mean, that would be neat to me, but like, I'm a homeowner and I would love to have enough basic carpentry skills to like fix things around my house when they break or do like some minor remodeling projects here and there without having to get everyone under the sun to help me do it because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And you know, it's like anything. I'm not trying to be like 
Bob Vila over here and go around and like restore old houses, but just again, like, being the show. Able to, like <laughs> yeah, being able to know how to like, you know, oh, like I want to put a new, you know, I, I want to like remodel the bathroom a little bit. Like, I, you know, here's how I can tear, you know, the tub out and like put, you know, new flooring in and stuff like that without, you know, making it, you know, a huge ordeal. Um, you know, my house is a little older. It's built uh, in the 1860s or whatever. And so like a year or two ago, I had to put a new front door on. It's like, okay. And like, I thought it's just as simple as like, Oh, you just like take the old door off and put the new one on. And then I found out because the house is so old, like they don't make doors that size anymore. Like the door <laughs> was huge. They'd make some, like all the doors are smaller now. Cause like, that's the way they started building them. So like, you know, obviously my dad helped me and it's like, not only do you, do you have to buy a new door and hang that, which there's more to it than you think. We also had to like build this entire like stuff to go above the door, like this woodwork and molding and shit to go above the door, like fill in the empty space. Because don't make a door size anymore. And it's like, I couldn't ever like visual, like I can swing a hammer and I can like and cut stuff and like measure and all that kind of shit. But like, just the basic like idea of like oh no like my dad looks at it, it's like oh you have to like you're gonna have to fill this gap because the door's not gonna be this tall and you're gonna have to like rip this out and like do like just all the like components that come along with like doing any kind of like project around the house like I just like you know you can tell me what if you you can stand there and tell me to like nail this or do that or whatever and I can do it but like just the like visual visualization of knowing how to like do everything like you know step by step that like you know my dad or my grandpa or like my ex-father-in-law have like just like blow me away i think that's like the most undervalued skill i don't have yeah yeah totally man i would extend that to just like general like being handy you know like a couple weeks ago our like kitchen sink got clogged and like my two things that I know to do if the kitchen sink gets clogged, like didn't work. And I was like, well, we're not using the sink until the landlord <laughs> got to move. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you're right. Like being, being a homeowner, like those situations come up and you're like, I can't just like call the landlord and tell them to fix it. It's like, I have to either pay someone a bunch of money to come fix it, or I have to learn how to do it. And I just like, I don't have, I don't have those skills either. Like you said, like, if it's like you need to measure a two by four and cut it, like I can do that, but that's things around the house are never that fucking simple. And it's always like, I feel like I don't, I feel like I don't have the patience at times. I have more now. Like I, I own my house and like, there's, you know, lots of little projects I've tried to work on and like, I've done well with it. Like I, I redid my kitchen a lot this last summer and, um, you know, a lot of it was just simple stuff like painting and like changing cabinet doors and hardware and stuff like that. But like, just, you know, like when, it, like if you watch a YouTube video of somebody like putting tile on the wall or, or grout or like, you know, putting flooring in, it's like, they have such a like, like ease and quickness in doing it. I'm just like, that looks so hard to me. And I don't know to start and how to like visualize like each step of the process. Like I would just start putting tiling down and be like, Oh, this isn't right at all. Like, well, fuck it. <laughs> and, and it's like you said too, like, you know, your other options to pay people to do it. Like I just put siding on my house. Like that's too big a job for me. So I paid somebody, but like, you know, damn, it would be nice to like, you know, 
not have to pay people because like that shit gets expensive. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. I've I've hung a door. I've put in flooring. I mean, like I I can I know how to clear a clog from a sink. I would I wouldn't put up siding, but I can do those other things. I guess part of it for me too, is that like, I've never owned a house. So if that situation comes up, you know, say the drain is clogged and I've tried, you know, the, the few ways I know how to do it, I'm not fucking taking pipes apart. Like I'm calling the landlord, you know, that's their job. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not your, if it's not your pipes, then I, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't touch them, but yeah. So, I mean, it, if it was my house, I might have to learn, but not yet. Oh, Aaron's dead. Wait, what? Oh, no. Uh, I was just going to say, like, I'm also, like, like I'm not handy at all. And I just think it's, like, is that, like, just kind of what it is? Because, like, my dad can build stuff and my grandpa can build stuff and Bloodbath's dad can build stuff and Bloodbath's, uh, you know, like, everybody can build stuff. And that's just not, like, it was never something that was, like, taught to me. I'm like, is there, like, a... Uh, like a correlation between like growing up in the computer age and, you know, getting away from that. I, I, I really don't know how to describe it, but it was just like, it, it seems like people that know how to do this, that don't do it professionally are taught somehow like, right. And, and, and by who, and I, I, I don't know, like, dude, there's four of us here. I find it very hard to believe that Alan can do any of the things that he said. So I'm just going to go ahead and like, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pretend like he's with us here as well. But like, you know, is, is that a generational thing? I don't, Cause I can't build shit either, dude. Like I, I have no idea. How to do I'm not trying <laughs> money, bro. I'm not trying, dude. I had to, get this, I had to put this tire on today. And like this guy was, uh, I was like, Hey, can you put this tire on for me? And he was like, no, I'm like, what if I give you 40 bucks? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, all right. I guess I'm going to spend 20 minutes doing this myself. <laughs> yeah. That actually seems really on brand. Yeah. Super on brand. I'm not doubting that my story arms, for a dude. second. It just hurt my arms last time, bro. My fingers <laughs> hurt. <laughs> I think it is a generational thing, dude. Like totally. It's a very like boomer gen x kind of thing to like know how to like don't label it we're we're, we're throwing no. negative connotations by labeling it but it is it is an older person thing it is an older generational thing and i don't, I don't know think so man i think it's just that your parents have had like 30 more years of experience doing shit around the house than you have and when you're their I age i think that's right when you're their and age you'll the you'll have that you'll have years of experience doing it too Unless you're like Aaron and you just pay people to do everything. <laughs> now lick the carpet. I think that even at 35, my dad had like built an addition onto the house and like put a fireplace in and like built a deck on the back of the house. Like at 35, I'm still like figuring out how to take the cabinet doors off and like paint them and hang them back up again without like. Have you tried paint. to do any of those other things though? I don't believe Alan at all. Alan, shut up. Yeah, I mean, I've done I've it. built a deck. Again, like, I've built two decks. I mean, like, it's it's really not that hard. You fuck up a lot. If I'm given, like, instruction, I can do it. I can do this. I can do the hammering and the nails and, like, and drilling and all that kind of stuff. And, like, you know, like, I did help my dad, like, build a deck the other year. Like, I helped him. Like, we did some modifications to the deck. And, like, after, like, two days of him, like, kind of showing me, like, but we're, we're reinforcing these pieces and then we're like going to start a railing and we're going to do that. Like once that 
after a day or two, I was like, oh, now I get it. And like, I probably could have finished it by myself after that. Like once I understood the, the, you know, nuts and bolts of what was going on, but like, just to kind of like, no, like that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, my dad and my grandpa or like my father-in-law could have like just walked in like, all right, this is how we're going to do it from the ground up. But I'm just like, that boggles my mind to just know, like, you know, if you gave me a, a full list of instructions, like an Ikea piece of furniture, <laughs> like I could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. You, uh, Aaron, you should pay Bloodbath's dad to change your tire next time. Definitely should. <laughs> will, will he oh, do he, it yeah. for free? <laughs> uh, he, he will do it if you cry. He just wants to see you upset. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that makes yeah, okay. sense. I'll, th- I'll jump yeah. off the roof ahead of time. Let's go. All right. <laughs> okay, so that was Bloodbath's number two um, handyman skills, carpentry and the like. Um, getting into num- number ones. Uh, my number one is a pretty broad thing, but it is uh, creativity. Um, I don't consider myself to be a very creative person. And when I, and I put this as a skill too, cause I do believe this is in some ways a skill. When I see people who write their own music or draw pictures, you know, they just have a thing in their head and they're like, you know, I would like to draw this. And then they fucking just do it. Uh, stuff like that is like crazy to me because I don't have the creative like gene you guys like you guys know I like video games a lot. And so I've thought to myself, like, you know, what if I like made my own video game? What would it be? And I have nothing. I have no answers for that. I do not have a creative like side in that way. The most like creative thing I do is edit podcasts and do stuff like last the last episode where I cut in all the music for the songs that you guys didn't want to hear again. That kind of stuff is about the only creative thing that I do. I've played instruments for most of my life, never written a song, uh, stuff like that. So I wish I had just a bit of creative uh, skill. Yeah. Number one. Dude. And I'm, I, 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 you know, so this isn't my number one, but this is one that like was on my list the whole time was like the ability to make my own video game. Like, you know, what could I do with like some basic programming skills? What, what, what could I do if I could like, you know, draw my characters out? What could I do if I could like fully flesh out like an entire storyline with a map and all yeah. of these things. And, and it's, it, I, you know, it, it goes back to exactly what you said. It's, it just seems like there is like a, if you want to create something, you have to have like a lot of other skills that like go into it. Like I like to consider myself a fairly creative person, but what the fuck have I ever created? Like, you know what I mean? Like when, when you get onto like the brass tacks of actually being like, okay, I have a goal for my creativity to like go through. And then you have, I, I don't know, like I got to draw my characters and I come up with a name. You know how hard it is naming a character? Like just that by itself is, is a fucking ordeal. So I'm, I'm totally on board with you, dude. Like being, being an artist, the drawing thing you said, bro, I can picture in my head exactly how I want a drawing to look. And the minute I put my hand to paper, it's, I'm fucked, dude. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I can't draw shit, dude. And like, I'm not saying like drawing is like one of those skills. I'm like, oh, I really wish I could draw. But like, it would be really cool. Like if I was a little kid and I could draw, like maybe I'd still be doing it today. Like, you know, so yeah. I, I I like the encompassing like body of creativity that goes into creating art as an answer because like it's it's not easy and it's 100% a skill. It's and it's not. Yeah, it's like you said, it's not that I wish I could draw or that I wish I was a good writer or that I wish I could create nice songs uh, because a lot of those things just come with practice. Like the only way to get better at drawing is to draw a bunch of shit and 
learn from your mistakes and stuff. It's not that I wish I was good at those skills. It's that I had an inspiration to draw something or write something or anything like that. I don't have those like creative urges at all. And I wish I did uh, because it would be fun to have an idea for a song and then try to work it out or, you know, have an idea for, you know, a, a short piece of fiction to write or something. And I just don't, I don't have that in me. And, um, it's really cool when people do anyone out there listening who has, who's good at drawing or, uh, like my wife does tattoos in her free time and she's really fucking good at it. And it's so cool. Anyone out there who's written music, like it's really fucking cool. And I like appreciate it more because I just don't like, how do you even think of that shit? How? Like my brain has never had those thoughts. So that's my number one, pretty easy choice for me here too. That's a great answer. Uh, like I don't have that creative gene either. Like the closest I get is like telling people wrong they're wrong in snarky ways. Um, There's a certain you know you you tell people that they're an asshole in flowery lawyer language. Yeah. That's got to feel good, right? right? Right, and I mean like it's well like that's where the creative outlet is, right? You get to <laughs> skew facts in specific ways. It's all about perspective. Yeah. Um, but I, I never like the breathing life into something sort of aspect of, of creation is, is really a neat thing. Yeah. Uh, I always strive to do something creative. Um, I'm always playing music or, or writing something or, you know, doing some art of some kind like, just like I, I, I mean, and for nobody other than myself, just like, you know, making like a TikTok video or something like just, something to scratch that itch for sure. I mean, this is a, this is definitely a creative outlet for sure. Yeah. Um, but I understand exactly what you're saying too. There is like, like sometimes like it's, it's real different to just sort of like scratch that itch by like, you know, like I'm playing, you know, I like to sit and around and sit around and play guitar, but like, I'm not really writing music. I just look up songs that I like and want to know how to play them. Or, you know, I look at, you know, a piece of art and I'm kind of like doodle around something in that same vein. I'm not really like pulling it out of thin air or anything like that. So I, I understand what you mean. Just like create a process of like, I'm starting something completely from scratch. Like I have a feeling and I want to express this feeling through yeah. something creative fully on its own. Um, I also think it's like hard because I feel like we live in an age where there's a lot more like, like a lot of creative endeavors are like, like postmodern. Like they're, they're all like, they're all like repurposing. Like hip hip hop is about like repurposing like other pieces of music. I feel like a lot of artists like that now too, like podcast, like podcasting. No, like for real. Like I think podcasting is a little bit of that. Like it's about, it's commentary on something else in the world a lot of the time. So like, I think it like legitimately it's, you know, you, there's just a wider spectrum now what's, you know, kind of a creative like outlet. Oh yeah. It, dude, if I lived in the 1600s, I would have nothing creative at all. <laughs> we would just be farmers. I got me a loot. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sold the livestock and bought a, bought a loot. Hope you guys like it. Um, no, I, uh, gonna die. I was thinking um, the, the only time that I get that, like, thing of like having an idea and expressing it in a creative way is sometimes I'll have an idea for a recipe or like an idea for how to doctor a recipe for like, you know, the flavors that I think are cool. 
And when those work out, that's great. But as far as like other artistic pursuits, like we've talked about, I have nothing at all. So yeah. Really perceptive. I wouldn't have even thought about cooking as creativity, um, but it, it totally is. You're right. You always find a recipe that you're like, oh, this is good, but I feel like it could use bacon. Yeah. You know? This, this recipe is good, but I like that slap yo mama seasoning. So <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Or you just, you care enough about it to like obsess over, you know, what, you know, may be something that takes a lot of attention to detail to like pull off or a lot of time. And like, you care enough to do it. Like the perfect Dave's grilled like, cheese. Yeah. Maybe yeah. next time yeah. I shouldn't grill my steak on the furnace. But how am I going <laughs> to get those sweet furnace marks? Hey, dude, listen, they're YouTube videos, bro. Mm. All right. So that was my number one creativity, just kind of in general. Uh, Aaron, what's your number one? My number one is the ability to be like an awesome skateboarder. I think skateboarding (laughs) (laughs) skateboarding is so cool. Uh, And I remember in junior high. When Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came out, like, you know, a year or two earlier, and everybody was into skateboarding, I was like, Mom, I know I've had a lot of ventures as a young child, but I want to be a skateboarder. That's all I want to do uh, for Christmas this year. You can get me this exact skateboard with, 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 with this design, these trucks, and these wheels, and, and all this fucking shit, because I thought skateboarding was the coolest thing in the world, dude. We'll probably never talk about him again, but shout outs to my man's Rodney Mullen, dude. Like that man is my favorite skateboarder of all time. And just seeing some of the, the shit that he can do with a skateboard that you would, it, it's almost like in, in, in art form, you know, it's, it's very much like, a like, 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 I'm going to sound awful, but it's, I'm going to sound like bloodbath, but it's almost like jazz. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Where you're kind of just like, you're kind of just like, in, you're right. Improvised. That was very bloodbath. It's very bloodbath, but it's, 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 it's the best, like, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's like the best correlation that I could make. But I, I just always thought skateboarding was really cool when I was always really into like Rodney Mullen videos on like early YouTube stuff. And I was really into Tony Hawk. And, you know, nowadays, like you'll get on Reddit and fucking see a video of like, <laughs> like a seven year old girl in California who's just like the best skateboarder you've ever seen in your life and skateboarding is one of those things that i know i will never attempt to do again there's a reason why i got that skateboard and i'm not skateboarding today because i'm scared to fall i took like three bad 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 spills as like a 14 year old kid and i was like i don't think skateboarding's for me so i was like i'm just gonna learn how to ride it around but the the tricks like i'm not getting on a half pipe i had two bad experiences on the half pipe <laughs> never happening again dude so but uh, but i've always thought skateboarding was was really, really cool. And I, I, I think it was like one of those kind of like products of like the late 90s, early 2000s when everybody was into it. And there's a lot of like music involved in skateboarding culture that I've always been like really, really big into. Tony Hawk's Pro, uh, Pro Skater uh, 1 soundtrack specifically. Uh, but I, I just always thought like being able to do tricks on a skateboard, like a kick, like I can't even ollie, dude. I can't even get it off the ground and I'll never be able to. Uh, but I always thought that would be really, really neat to just be like a, like a really good, like freestyle, like street skateboarder. So, uh, yeah, so that's my number one. Yeah. First, just want to throw this out there, Aaron, if you think that this is the only opportunity that you'll get, 
on this podcast to talk about Rodney Mullen, then we should just shut this podcast down right <laughs> <Listen>. now. <laughs> I, just in case. I had to say it just in case. The aliens find it, man. And they were like, hmm, top three only talked about Rodney Mullen one time. Aaron was right. Yeah. I'm Better sure that'll destroyer. be. Yeah, I'm sure well, that'll be a rough uh, revelation for them. Aaron, you have pissed me off again because my. Oh, no. Why? Ooh. Yeah, hell yeah. Most of the same reasons you said. Like, I've always, I mean, I'm just going to talk about it now, but like, dude, like, I, and I've said it on the podcast before too, like, I've always, like, skateboard. I don't have any desire to do any of the tricks. Like, I think those are neat, but like, I really just like being able to like cruise down the street on a skateboard, like, seems like the coolest fucking thing in the world to me. I don't know why. It's just ingrained, like, from, you know, people. Bart Simpson, age. man. Yeah, like Bart Simpson, the Ninja Turtles, like just like hundreds of like like TV shows and and comic books and media from like our childhood. Like hot, like skateboarding is just like deeply ingrained, and I think it's super cool. And like even to this day, like when I see like TikTok videos or YouTube videos or shit of like people like even like people I know here in town, like just like they're skating down like the street, like you know at like a really like decent pace, like no one's doing tricks, but like just like a nice, like decent pace, like just like a fun, like means of transportation. I'm not going to ride my bike today. I'm just going to skateboard down the street. Like that seems so fucking cool to me. And I wish I could do it all. That's all I want to do is just be able to like kick push like down the road. And, uh, I got a skateboard when I was six. And I think it's just because it was a shitty fucking like Toys R Us skateboard. That mongoose brand. Yep. Dude, I just couldn't make it do anything. I just wanted to go down the street and like I couldn't like it was so wa it was so wobbly, like it it just like it's like I couldn't get any momentum on it. I'm sure like today if I went out and bought like a really expensive, really nice like long board set really big feet, I could like probably learn how to like do it. Um and I don't think I'm too old. I, 30, I'm 35. I, I think by 40, I can like be skateboarding around. Yeah. I'm that, not that saying should... it now. I'm going to go buy I'm buying a longboard tomorrow. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I look Fuck forward it. to you missing podcasts in the future because you hurt yourself. <laughs> That's right. You broke your neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I'm that not ship is sailed. That ship is sailed for me. I got a skateboard for Christmas one year in junior high and I took a few like tries at riding it. I fell down every time and I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> Forget <And> it. Never, <laughs> never tried again. Forget it. And yeah, so I I'm with you guys. Skateboarding would be super cool, especially like kind of like what you said, Aaron, with dunking a basketball, just like there's nothing different about my physical appearance, but I'm really fucking good at skateboarding. That would be very funny too. <laughs> Just to watch you do like a fucking 900 on a half <laughs> Yeah, <pipe>. exactly. <laughs> yeah. If we, since we said no super, no superpowers, Tony Hawk did a 900 at like yeah, fucking did. 45 years old or however. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we can just say that like to be able to just like roll up to the local skate park and do a fucking 900 and then just leave. In Troy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hey, shout out to my man, Rodney Mullins, dude. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. All right, so that was Aaron and Bloodbath's number one, skateboarding. Alan, what do you got? What's your number one? My number one would be to eat the most hot dogs in the world in 10 minutes. <laughs> yes! I would like to Great win the answer. hot dog eating contest. 
Hell yeah, dude. I, I don't want to do any training. Chestnut. Yeah, fuck Joey Chestnut. Fuck that bitch. I don't want to do any training. I just want to be able to go up to the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest and win every year. No matter how many that takes, I want to do one more than Joey Chestnut. Bro, I watched a 30 for 30 documentary about Kobayashi and Joey <laughs> Chestnut. And like 80% of it is just them like training like at their house and like crying about how hard it is to train. <laughs> Joey Jesus. Chestnut's like, I, I lost my wife for the hot dog. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, holy fuck. What? She, did, so I, she didn't get a birthday present because I spent all of our money on hot dogs. Holy shit. I saw that my wife got name 30 for 30. I saw that it's, exact it's name great. 30 for 30. And that's why I don't want to have to train for it. I just want that <laughs> skill. I'm not training for it. I've fucked mm. up their life. And I'm glad you said it because, like, everything outside of the training as far as being a professional hot dog eater, like, there's that one, like, giant fat dude who seems like Booker or something or other, and he's just always in third place. That motherfucker is 465 pounds, dude. He doesn't train at all. That man just eats, <laughs> nope. dude. He just rolls up. <laughs> he just rolls up and eats, bro. <laughs> I love that. That's a great answer, yeah. Alan. But Bloodbath, what are your thoughts on the hot dog eating contest? <laughs> Um, like, I don't know. I think it's gross. <laughs> I just think it's gross. I think all eating contests are gross. Especially Even hot like, dogs. Yeah. High eating contest? Even like what? High eating contest? Man. I mean, I don't know. Like, hot dogs are cool just like... <laughs> no, I like hot dogs, but like the idea of eating like more than two in a given time... Is like gross to me, uh, but I hope you succeed, dude. I would, I'd watch you eat a hundred hot dogs and keel over. I would support you. I love you. Do you promise the stomach? Swear to God. (laughs) So I looked it up. It's like seventeen pounds of hot dogs that he ate last year. (laughs) Seventeen pounds of hot dogs in in ten minutes. That's Ow. so much raccoon meat, dude. That's Stop so, it. so much that raccoon meat. <laughs> How hard is this asshole working? <laughs> oh Over time, bro. I'm telling you, watch that 30 for 30. They talk about it. <laughs> you said half of it is them training and the other half is just them having horrible shits. Oh, no. It's just them talking shit. It's just like Kobayashi's like, Joey Chestnut a bitch. And Joey Chestnut like, Kobayashi a bitch. And I'm like, I love this. <laughs> I just anytime I think of an eating contest, I, I, they're trying to do the hot dog eating contest, and like uh, one of the guy, one of the like competitors is like eating hot dogs and just screams out in pain, and the one dude's like, "Oh, I know that sound. That's a colostomy bag right there." <laughs> and I just think about that. I'm just like, "Oh, you eat so many hot dogs, <laughs> your bowels don't work anymore." <laughs> this is Alan's dream bloodbath. Settle down. Yeah, yeah. this is what I'm bath. going for. Number one. Let Alan bath. live. Nathan's hot dog eating contest, guys. Next year, we're gonna see if this pans out. Man, I wish I wish they mixed it up. I wish it was like one year hot dogs, and then next year, like who can eat the most heads of cabbage, and then like the next year, it's <laughs> who can eat who can eat the most like porterhouse steaks. Wellington shit. Yeah, <laughs> can, they they can, do that. There's like a whole tour. I know, but circuit, like they don't bro. put it on TV. So yeah, correct, correct. You got to yeah, go to the so Ocho for next, something like yeah, that. Dude. Next year, I want to see you know like the Nathan's fucking 
like Hormel canned chili eating contest. (laughs) (laughs) Am eating contest. Hell yeah. Count me in. I'll compete. And then I'll die immediately. Salt overload. My cells will stop working. (laughs) (laughs) Toughing best or worst fucking things to make into an eating contest. Yeah. Or melt chili. <laughs> <laughs> bologna. Uh, but it's solid bologna, too. It's not like the, it's not slices, <laughs> yeah. just big yeah, chunks. Yeah, this, this real bologna, dude, that's got a lot of raccoons this in West it. West Virginia bologna. <laughs> that's right. Soaking Kool-Aid. So that was Alan's number one uh, to be the hot dog eating champion forever and ever. So let's get into honorable mentions. And uh, I just have one honorable mention. It was mentioned before, but I think it'd be really cool to just like be great at coding and be able to like, oh, you you know, you need me to code you up something uh, in animation, uh, you know, make your website look fucking cool. I can do that. Uh, make a video game. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm great at coding. I can do whatever you want. I think that'd be cool. So... Uh, yeah, that's my honorable mention. Aaron, how about you? Uh, my honorable mention is like anything related to like car maintenance and repair. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know anything about cars and every time a problem arises, it's like fucking pulling teeth because I hate doing it. And I also don't know anything about it. So, uh, yeah, I guess if I could have a skill that would be like, I could find where the problem was coming from I, I i guess like i just don't know anything about cars and i think it'd be like very useful to be be able to have that knowledge to fix a car on my own yeah totally that's but, a it's a good one such as changing a tire yeah <laughs> alan what's your honorable mention i have a few so i would like to be able to dump i would like to be able to run a, a sub five minute mile mm. uh i would like to be able to learn any language in one day. Oh, and I had one more, but I forget what it is. That's a superpower. Nobody can learn any language in one day, bro. <laughs> no, there there is like know. you there can you be. can have you can have language skills. There are people who have language skills. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah. I'll chill. Fuck it. All right. So Bloodbath, what's your honorable mention? Um, I'd like to sing be able to sing, play piano. Yeah. Right on. All right. So we will get into our listener responses. And I'll get us started here with uh, Chris N via Patreon. Number three, playing piano, like Bloodbath just said there. Uh, Number two, flying an airplane. Number one, high level code writing. And uh, honorable mention, I don't know why this is so funny to me, (laughs) studying the blade. <laughs> My friend put his whole life into flying an airplane, but I studied the blade. I studied the blade. <laughs> I, I like flying an airplane as an answer. Next up, we have a uh, Chris C uh, from the Retro Hangover Podcast via our Patreon. Uh, number three is speaking Japanese uh, fluently. Number two, being a master electrician, and number one, playing the stock market. I thought about playing the stock market as a skill, like for real. But then I was like, "Oh, it's just like playing video poker." So it would be nice. It would be nice to take like just the meager savings that I have and just turn it into a bunch of fucking money through just pure skill. Uh, Next up, we have Jake via Patreon, whose number three is an eidetic memory. It's a clever answer. Number two, hand-eye coordination. Number one, reflexes, which are pretty similar. And 
honorable mention, ambidextry, which is, you know, I mean, probably handy sometimes. Yeah. So J- Jake is a quadriplegic. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was just thinking like, like Jake, like Jake, Jake I love you, buddy. But what happens if someone like tosses a ball in your direction, man? He takes it to the face and apologizes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> The the eidetic memory is a good that. one. It would also be uh, it also be really fucking horrible sometimes, but um, it would be nice to like remember you know you know that thing that I'm forgetting Everything. right now that I can't you know that thing <laughs> I was supposed to do today that I just can't remember it would be nice to remember that my friend's birthdays. <laughs> All right, next up we have Hua. Her number three is dog whispering. Number two, cooking like a pro chef. And number one, driving. driving. It's a good skill to have, but I imagine Hua's like, no, 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 no. Like, I want to be a NASCAR. Yeah. Like, a, <laughs> like she one wants of the next Dale Jarrett. Dude's in Fast and Furious. No, she, she has a driver's license, but doesn't drive uh, here in the U.S. Okay. Yeah, we suck. This is terrifying out here, bro. Do they drive on the left-hand side of the road in south korea no and thank fucking god because <laughs> dave would have gotten pulled over they drive on the left side of the road in thailand and i almost got killed many times uh driving Ooh. a uh, a motorbike in thailand i bet yeah it that's weird too because i feel like you would think it'd just be an easy correction in your head it, it is so weird it is an easy correction in your head but the first couple of choices you make when driving, you're going on instinct and your instinct is the opposite. So uh, like I was like a couple times like turning into a road and I just didn't look where the oncoming traffic is coming because it's the opposite and almost got hit by many cars (laughs) (laughs) at the same time. Um, Next up is rat boy. (laughs) Rat Boy's number three is to do fraction problems. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Believe me, sure. Uh, number two is to fart on command. Uh, kind of sucks that you can't do that. Yeah, that's um, got to be rough, dude. Number one, do my taxes without getting angry. <laughs> and uh, honorable mention, the power of flight. That do anything for you? Yeah, it's levitation, Holmes. <laughs> All right, next up we have Charlie. Uh, his number three is comfortably navigate two fifty ones in all keys. I know what that means. Of course uh, you num- do. <laughs> number two is confidently hold a conversation with a complete stranger. Good answer. And number one, time management. Yeah. Good list. Now, next up is Jeff, formerly Jerf. Uh, number three, those which pay the bills. Great answer. Those are the skills. Uh, number two, cat skills. I don't know. <laughs> Seeing in the dark, landing on all fours. Yeah. Uh, little balls with yeah, chimes in them. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, cat skills, dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number one, the ability to come up with multiple skill-based puns. Yeah. You, 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 you'll get there, Jerf. So you, you'll so, get there. So yeah, you get it? Close to. The, the cat skills. The cat skills. It's really funny. Uh, yeah, Jer- yeah, Jerf, uh-huh. you'll get there, bro. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> that is very funny, though. It's a good list. Good list, Jerf. Next up, we have Gordon, number three, utilizing pressure points in the body for fighting. <laughs> number two, rebuilding combustion engines. 
And number one, dog whisperer. All right, I'm just saying we've had dog dog whispers. Yeah, what are we considering dog whispering? Because again, no dog training, bro. I think it's I think it's just to be like really fucking good at dog training. Yeah, although the dog whisperer apparently, if you believe like pro dog trainers, the dog whisperer uh, will get you killed. Like an aggressive, it's an aggressive tactic. Uh, It's like maybe it works for him on his TV show, but it's not something you should try. Never, never try to train a dog that can kill you. That's the answer to that question. Oh, dude, a a schnauzer can fucking kill you, man. Uh, Schnauzer can't kill me, man. (laughs) Not Alan. (laughs) No, bro. Uh, Next up, we have Ted. Uh, Ted's number three is to speak another language fluently. Sorry, Senora Goldstein. Fan of the show. (laughs) Man that can fly an airplane. Uh, number two, remember new people's names that I meet. That is that should have been on my list because I such really, a good answer. I can't remember Ooh. anyone's fucking name until I've known you like Ten. on a deep level for six months, yeah, or a more. decade. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and number one, uh, the ability to enjoy cleaning uh, the kitchen and doing chores. Uh, and then he has the quote, the great quote: "Can you just kind of like zonk me out or something? Can you make it feel like I've been fishing all day <laughs> or something?" <laughs> Dude, shout outs to Ted. What up, Ted? Yeah. That's, a, that's well, hilarious. Well, which Ted is this? Ted. Yes, Ted. Oh, hey, Ted. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, dude. Ted, <laughs> come on the show, man. Yeah, you, come Alan. on the show, Ted. You should come on the show, bud. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Alan hates him. All right, next no, up I we have... Ted. Yeah, me too. Next up, we have Claire. Number three is nunchucks, objectively hilarious. Number two, the ability to play every instrument flawlessly. Kind of seems like a superpower. Uh, (laughs) And number one, perfect memory recall. I want to remember and absorb everything I've ever learned. Also a great answer. Uh, I'm just saying there's like a pretty popular like games YouTuber who has this like memory. And he says it sucks because he remembers all the bad shit that your brain forgets to <laughs> like being out. born. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds awful. But I, I also thought about photographic memory myself, like just being able to not forget things because I'm getting older and my brain is deterior- deteriorating would be great. Okay, Katie, number, th- number three, being super handy around the house. All right. Number two, perfect <laughs> pitch. Is that singing? I mean, because I, the one of the honorable mentions I forgot is I would like to be able to throw 105 mile mile at first. <laughs> uh, in Ephus, <laughs> number one, playing piano. Yeah, great list, Katie. It would be really funny too because like you're not in a position where you where throwing 105 miles per hour is a practical skill, but you could just roll Ever. up to the fair and just put on a show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, man, some money, dude. Exactly. Pay for dinner that night, bro. That's all I'm looking for. Keep me in funnel cake. That funnel cake money. Mm -hmm. All right. And last but not least, Nick, number three, lucid dreaming. Number two, the most pretentious wine tasting skills you could imagine. (laughs) And number one, fluency in multiple languages. Well, Nick, lucky for you, I can teach you exactly how to be how to have pretentious wine tasting skills, and it will only cost you three installments of forty nine ninety nine. Hit up our various social media pages. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna vote for Rat Boy for the winner because Fart on Command almost like maybe dropped my phone. <laughs> 
the doing fraction problems is very funny too. <laughs> also, <laughs> good job, Rat Boy. You right, won congrats, something. Congrats, Rat Boy. Uh, yeah. So thank you everybody who wrote in. Uh, we appreciate you very much. And if you would like to participate in future episodes, uh, the best places to do that are follow on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where we put those calls out a um, couple days before recording each time. And uh, the best place to participate is by joining the Tube Discord server, where you can come in and chat with everybody, chat about the podcast, share your answers for top three, just chat about, you know, whatever you want to talk about, life, movies, video games, you know, how beautiful Bloodbath's ass is. Whatever Blood you buckets, want to talk about. Ghouls. Yeah. Very hairy. Little green ghouls, goblins, slimes, molds, all that stuff. <laughs> Your basic sludges. <laughs> Some women like hair on men, Alan. I, Alan. I've I never like met one. On men, yeah, I've never met one, Bloodbath. <laughs> but yeah, feel free to uh, join our Discord server. It's a really good time. And uh, thank you to our patrons who picked this episode. Um, if you would... If you feel like you want to support the tube, that would be much appreciated. $2 per month gets you voting rights in the polls. And we'll have another one coming up uh, pretty soon, I feel like, because I don't know what our next topic is. Uh, We'll talk about that in the after show uh, green room. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you very much. Leave a uh, rating and review if you've enjoyed the show. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.